Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Broadcasting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, it's time for the Diener Show. Presented by OPC Pest Services on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Phil. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. And we are back here, 93.9 The Ville, ESPN 680, 105.7. Uh, uh, we are hanging out at Louisville Furniture, uh, louisvillefurnitureky.com. Uh, that's the... Uh that's the website uh, to turn to. Uh, but if you know furniture, you want to come in, you want to see it. You know, you want to be able to, uh, you know, you want to be able to sit, you know, sit on the couch, see if it's something that you know you could see having in your home for a long, long time. And so uh, that's what they're great. So many of our listeners have come in here uh, and figured this out, and uh, it's, it's been awesome. So uh, we'll have, um, you know, if you want to stop on by, you can you can uh, take advantage of some of the great offers uh, that they had. And uh, we'll um, we'll talk to you here if you want to get in the UPS Jobs text line four three seven nine six eighty is the number for that. Uh, also today we've got um, Jeff Wall show coming your way tonight. That's at seven o'clock. Uh, and then uh, also tomorrow we'll have uh, the basketball game pregame coverage gets underway uh, at uh, five thirty for the Notre Dame game at seven. It's not it's not not the last home game. How many? What do we got? What we got, well, we got left? It's a couple. We got five regular season yeah. games left. Drew, nothing yeah. over the weekend. So nothing that'll get us all hot and bothered over the weekend. That'll be nice. You could have a. You could go a long time without a loss. It'll be a long time without a if loss. You, if you win, if you win Wednesday, they could you, possibly win. You could if you win the, tomorrow. You it'll be at least a week before you would have to lose again. Yeah, people will start talking <laughs> about extending Kenny Payne by the time they play another game. Right? No. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Right? They're not going to do no, that at right. all. You're trying to drive people nuts. Come on, we're just, yeah. You know, trying I think to raise their blood pressure of, our, of yeah. our fan base that are trying to drive people nuts. Yeah. By by the by raising the fear of a year three being possible for Kenny Payne, which is not just happening. Stop. Um, so CL Brown uh, has uh, has written in a column. Now I I have to take a little issue with here because I don't think the verbiage is right. Um, because he refers to in his, his column here about retired jerseys. And my understanding is it's honored jerseys, retired numbers. Yeah. That's how I, it's it was in the media guide most recently, right? Because this was a big topic of conversation about retired uh, numbers. Yes. So there's many honored jerseys, but the only retired numbers are Russ Smith, Purvis Ellison's, uh, Russ Smith's two, Purvis Ellison's 42, 43, 43, Daryl Griffiths, 35, Wes Unsold, and Tyree. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm the worst with numbers and jerseys. Everybody knows that. Um, but he he is saying 
um, that Donovan Mitchell, I'll just read from, is worthy of having his jersey retired. I think he means number retired at UofL, not only for what he uh, achieved for the Cards, but he should be honored for what he's doing now in the NBA. Um, he was the lone representative in the NBA All-Star game on Sunday. I mean, 28.4 points per game. You know, his college career was good, but he's a star in the league. He won the dunk contest, and he writes, as great as Griffith was, who took home the NBA's 81 Rookie of the Year award, he was never an All-Star. Still, the Jazz retired his number 35 jersey. Junior Bridgen was never an All-Star either, but his number two was retired by the Bucks. Ellison was the number one overall pick, won the league's most improved player, but you know he was you know basically disappointing. Um, but but he's saying but not only because of his five All-Star appearances in seven seasons, it's unlike unlike Unsold, they've all been consecutive, and he won't even turn 28 until September. Um, but he he is saying because of what the amb- you know because of the ambassador is because of his success in the NBA that you put him in the territory with the others. I I, I personally I don't I don't think it, it belongs there because of the college careers of those guys and that's where what we care the most about down here is what you did for us <laughs> you know primarily but. He is as good of an ambassador as you've ever seen in the NBA. What do you think? He's he's one of my favorite players that's ever come through here. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, he only won one tournament game. You know, mm-hmm. one a part of it was he got his, fir- his freshman year ripped away from well, him. Well, there's there's no question that you would not do it for his college. It's not even an argument right. that his college career is nowhere near those other guys. Do right. you bend the rules though because he may be the best player ever to come out of here? From an NBA production standpoint, I, I don't know. I mean, Wesley Unsel, Unsel yeah, Wes Unsel is still the number one yeah. guy in that regard. Yeah, uh, sorry, NBA, that NBA yeah. MVP, but but yeah. Donovan should have won Rookie of the Year had they not changed the rules for Ben Simmons. Uh, changed the rules, just well, they allowed a second year pro to win the Rookie of the Year. But who hadn't played the first year? But yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, but you that. wouldn't do it for somebody's rookie there. It's at twenty-eight points a game, five straight All Stars. Yeah, it, it, is his NBA career good enough to warrant? doing it for I would say that we've already done it uh in football we did it with for Johnny Unitas you know Johnny Unitas was a really good uh football player here but didn't win a lot you know in terms of production he did he wasn't even highly drafted when, when Donovan Mitchell left here I thought he was going to be a nice pro mm-hmm. I didn't think he'd be an all-star or, or possibly even rookie of the year that year or what, what whatever he's doing now or a supermax player and all this stuff I never in in my wildest dreams thought that Donovan Mitchell would become what he's become mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm totally fine honoring his jersey I don't think we should retire it I, I'm there too I mean I, I think you could I guess I, you wouldn't even put him in the honored Jersey territory, not much less the retired numbers category, yeah. based on his right. playing time here. No, I mean, no, no. His I time mean, here, you know, because I think it's, you know, I, th- I think it's a different thing. I, I, I think you could do the honored jersey without taking. Was was he forty five here? Is forty five? Okay, yeah. yeah. And you know um, what? And the thing is, is like we saw that year. There was probably three or four games. I can't remember how many games Quentin was out. Quentin Snyder was out, yeah. and Donovan had to play with the ball in his hand. It's pretty good. And you were looking at Donovan playing with the ball in his hand, and you're like, that's different. Yeah. Well, that's a different deal. And But we also said, well, he was playing like Boston College or whatever it was, but 
No, it was because he was that good. Yeah, it's because he was that good. And uh, not take anything away from Quentin, but, I mean, you're seeing what's happening with Donovan Mitchell in the NBA now, and and that, I think, is what sets him apart. Now, if we played Donovan Mitchell at point guard the entire time, you know, like maybe we're talking about a different thing. Maybe we don't lose to Michigan mm-hmm. in the second round of, the, of that tournament. Although, I mean, I think to get, you know, the best players overall on the court, you had to do that. You probably had to do it. I mean, whereas that's – you know, that's where Rick was focusing on his college career. And Quentin was one of our best yeah. five. And yeah. He wanted to get him on the floor, Yeah, obviously. Uh, but, no, I think that's just a really interesting thing. I wouldn't retire his jersey. I'd certainly honor Donovan and feature him in, in our stuff as much as humanly possible. Apparently, Donovan hit it at the All-Star game. There's going to be more Louisville Donovan Mitchell related gear coming down to our basketball program here soon. Oh, uh-huh. okay. So, yeah, I mean, he, he, he is – Man, he, he's as good of an ambassador. I don't know that anybody has been. He always was. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, okay, so the KDF Classic, there's a guy named Larry Rhodes uh, down there at the Gold House that cuts hair. There's a barber shop there in the Gold House. Okay. Donovan, on the, the week leading up, met with Larry, stopped by and met, like, talked. It went to the Larry's barber shop and talked basketball with him like every day. Mm-hmm. Okay, he had the fans excited, you know, about his dunk competition at the KDF. And then when he when he comes here, you know, even as a freshman, you 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 know, the locker rooms open. I'm like, I'm going to Terry Rozier. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Donovan Mitchell. Those were my two guys that I was going to every single time because they were great, great quotes. They were really nice, couldn't talk to you. You knew you were gonna, you know, you knew we were gonna get something out of one of those two guys. And Donovan, because his dad was in PR for the in Major League Baseball with the New York Mets, I think was he in just, PR. Was he? In? He's like a. I knew he was front office. He's like a VP for PR. Oh, okay. For the Mets, and for I, I just think that it was just. Oh, he grew up around a locker room. Yeah. Yeah. He, he knew. Yeah. It was drilled into him. And, a professional and, locker room. And yeah. then also he has the game to back it up. But I would like to know how the light went on for Donovan's game because the light just went on. I, I can't ever recall a player that was so much better as a pro than he was as a college player. It's you incredible. Know? I mean, it's, it really is. The, yeah, it's like uh, we never, we, I've never seen it. Like, oh, that's a nice – that guy's going to be a good pro, yeah. solid, maybe three, four years. You know, that guy's going to be an all-star? Like, <laughs> he's gonna what? Be, he's going to get a max contract? You know? Like, gonna, never saw that. No, and, and you know, he, he you know, he can shoot. And that, that's obviously now paramount in the NBA. I mean, you, you don't have an NBA game with under 23 pointers made yeah. unless, you know, both teams are having an off night. Yeah, and if, and if Donovan had come back – I mean, he made the right decision because if you go back and look at it, if he comes back, oh. the 2018 season's a wreck too because David Padgett's your coach and, and you know, you lose. Um, of course, we probably never get Brian Bowen, right? Like if Donovan yeah. Mitchell doesn't go pro, we probably don't need Brian Bowen, right? Yeah, probably right. God. <laughs> so just because of that, you, you know. <laughs> it's not his fault. I'm just <laughs> yeah, with yeah. Nah, he's he was so much fun just to watch in warmups because he had this thing and they call him Spider, right? They would throw the ball and he would just catch it with one hand all over the place and yeah. the ball just never moved. It just hit and stuck in his hands and the dunks that he had pregame, he was just he was one of the most engaging players we've ever had and I'm sure he's continuing that in the NBA too. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was it was cool to see some of the features various people did on him, um, you know, over the weekend locally. Um, the uh, texter says Mitchell is good, but he did get traded. I don't know that that matters. So. What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know. Texter says uh, Don Mitchell had the most impressive dunk I've ever seen in person uh, in a college game. Uh, oh, that was Texter awesome. says he might be the best player U of L had since Denny's guys. No, he's better in the pros <laughs> than oh yeah 
than anybody since Unsold, right? I mean, who would be, you know, like McCray was like a third overall pick, something like that. Um, Rozier was okay. Some okay, Rocky but he's not because okay. somebody's sex and Rozier is similar. No, he's not. Right. No, right. No, no. I mean, no. Greg Miner was not. pretty good. Oh, but my gosh, but, but not, not in this. this. Not in this. No, no. I mean, this is Darryl five straight good. all-star games. Yeah. Griff never made one. It's Unsold. <laughs> it's Unsold. Yeah. I mean, Wes Unsold was the NBA MVP yeah. uh, with the Baltimore Bullets. Yeah. Uh, and you'd have to – I mean, he's not been an MVP yet, but yeah. we haven't had a multiple time in LeBradford. I mean, LeBradford not done this. But he didn't do this. He no. was in the league and stuck around and, and had a good career. But this he is hard ha- to do. This guy, this guy, you know, if he continues on this path, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Right. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. He could be I mean, an ace. If he does the next five years what he's done the last There's five no years, he'll be a Hall of Famer. going to be in the NBA, NBA Hall of Famer. Exactly. Totally agree. I mean, and, and you know, Terry Rozier has had a nice – a really nice NBA career. Like, he's making tons of money. He's scoring. He's got traded down to the heat. But he, I mean, he's not been an all-star. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's one thing to stick around the league for eight, nine, ten years. It's another thing to be a multiple-time NBA all-star. And Donovan Mitchell has done that. I think he certainly deserves to be honored in the honored jersey category. I, but he won one NCAA tournament game here. He averaged 15 a game, 15 and a half a game. I think he's a great player, but I don't think he's I – mean, what did he achieve in terms of, like, where you're going to say, oh, yeah, got to retire his jersey yeah. at Louisville. But, I, but, I, but I'll acknowledge we've done it for Johnny Unitas. Yeah. You know, we yeah, did do it. I, I, and, again, I think you can do it – I still don't uh, – wouldn't put him in the retired – no, I think that's kind of holy ground, the retired yeah. numbers. And of not, course, not the Johnny Unitas is a little bit different too because Johnny Unitas at the time was the greatest football player that ever lived. Yeah, you know, like he reinvented the sport at the time that he retired from football. Uh, he was that era's Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking, and I did have that right. It's it's retired numbers, honored jerseys. So the the retired right. numbers are, are that club of Smith thirty, uh, you know, Rasmus two, Unsel thirty one, Charlie Tyrese eight, mm-hmm. Griffith thirty five, Purvis forty two. Uh, and the honor jerseys category, you know, Lancaster Gordon. I'm just going to read off, you know, some of the recent names. Rodney McRae, um, you know, Alan Murphy, Chuck Noble. I'm going alphabetical order here, I guess. Uh, Phil Rollins, uh, Derek Smith, Billy Thompson, Milt Wagner, Dewan Wheat, guys like that. I, 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 think, right. I still think you keep the retired numbers as holy ground. I mean, it, it, Russ Smith was like a debate. You know, as good as right. he was. And I think the requirements were unanimous All-American. That you can always change requirements for your, your own traditions. But well, he, I mean, he I, wasn't an All-American, though. You know? Yes, he Russ? No, Donovan. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. No, yeah. no. I'm saying you can change those requirements. Um, but I, I think I think he – I don't even think he'd be in the honor jerseys territory for his college career. I'm saying I would bend the rules – of that for the, the honored jersey, but not the retired number. Yeah, I'd say he's ex- he's exceeded Derek Smith from you know the nineties. Derek Smith played a long time in the NBA too. Oh, is NBA? I, tell me, other than Wes Unsold, who who's better than him? I mean, I mean, how, I, mean I don't know how many total All Star appearances by you know ex, oh, uh, ex U of L players would be, but it would not. Other be Other than Unsold, nobody, nobody. I don't think. I mean, Unsold's one of the top 50 greatest players in NBA history. Yeah. So I don't think you're going to – I don't Donovan, I don't even know if he's in that category at this point. But, but yeah, but if, be, if he goes for another, you know – Eight to ten years. If you're a ten-time All-Star or something, if he were to do that, then you would probably have a different opinion. Right. I would. Yeah, you know, no, sure. but, I, but, but 
it can't change what happened here, though, that yeah. he only played for two years. One of them is not his fault. He got it ripped away from him. Mm-hmm. You know, that 2016 season uh, could have been a coming out party for him in the NCAA tournament right. had he not done that. And, and I think we all remember watching that year. The, once, they, once they said in February, you're not going to the tournament, we're mm-hmm. self-imposing this ban, that the air was out of that balloon. They just yeah. didn't play. It was a lost end of the season. It was really sad to watch, actually. Uh, it's a lot, lot, couple texts here, both to the personal phone and text line. Shea Gillis Alexander might be a, another example of a guy who was a better pro than a collegian. He was a good collegian, but um, that you know that that. But I, this is such a wide gap. I, mean, I don't know what he averaged points wise his sophomore year. Um, Donovan, yeah, fifteen point six. <laughs> yeah, now he's averaging double that almost in the NBA. Yeah. Um, Texas uh, Donnie's top five and MVP voting right now, and if the Cavs keep winning, he could finish in the top three. Um, L with two MVP candidates or winners in two different sports. Yeah, that'd be, It'd be awesome. It'd be awesome. Um, I hope he gets it. Texas says hanging up his jersey may help recruiting. I, that, that's you're not wrong there. If you have yeah. a again, I, honored jersey, yes. Retired number, no for me. Right. Um, but when, when do you honor it though? Like because that's the thing. Like he's going to be an all star. Yeah, he's going to be busy all star weekend. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be unless it's like later in his career. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's ever a. I mean, I assume there's not ever a weekend where they're not playing. No. A game somewhere. I wouldn't imagine. But, but maybe you could have, I mean, if he's got a home game on a Sunday and you've got a Saturday, Saturday game. game, or maybe when early in the season you have like a Friday game or something like that. and Maybe you could do I that. I don't know. That's, that's, that's tough to, to try to line up. Look, but I'm fine right. featuring yeah. Donovan Mitchell as much as humanly possible with our program because he's legit one of my favorite guys to yeah. ever chat with, watch play. Uh, and, you know, there's a reason why he's so successful. And, you know, Texas says you honored the jersey the first year after he retires so he can come to the ceremony. I just think, though, if, if you're going to do that then, you may as well get the bump from it now that, that you honor well, him, not. he's honoring you. Right. It's a story. It's out there. You know, it, um, you know. Let's play, yeah. let's play a year yeah. in the Spida Mitchells, you know, jerseys and, and shoes, and everybody yeah. wears the same thing. That would be kind of cool. And then you, you start the season off with you find a date. In November, yeah, you know where he can, uh, you know where he can slide down for a second. I mean, they all, his he took his whole team to a football game this <laughs> yeah. year. Yeah. What game was that? It was the Notre Dame yeah. game, wasn't yeah. it? I, it, it was yeah. the Notre Dame game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They all flew down, and then in a, a bus pulls up, and the Cleveland Cavaliers were in uh, the Adidas suite. Yeah, I mean he's wild. he's right now, you know, of active players. And he's got far fewer games than anybody in his territory. Of he's like forty second right now of active scoring leaders of guys currently oh, wow. in all time scoring of active players. But he's you know he, the guy he's right behind has played three hundred more games than him. Jeez. You know who's the, who's uh, Gallinari's right in front of him. You know he's yeah. You know, I'm just just looking at this. Uh, yeah. So, but if he's at four hundred fifty seven games and eleven thousand points, wow. Can Gallinari at seven hundred sixty games and he's got yeah, two hundred more points? Him. So he he's going to when he gets into the point where he's played three more seasons. He, thousand he, yeah, when he when he games. when he ret- retires, he's probably going to be top ten active scoring list type of player. I mean, he's going to have a major then impact. Be, There's no doubt about yeah, it, yeah. and hopefully he stays healthy and he can continue on that track because. I just remember uh, he's going into the draft, and I think I think he'd already been drafted by because he didn't get drafted by the Jazz. He yeah. got drafted by somebody else. It was the it was the Nuggets that drafted him and traded him to the Jazz. Yeah, I remember he, he was in like some workout, like on like summer league, and he took his shirt off, and I was like, "Who the hell's that guy?" <laughs> well, the first time he his freshman year, he he did like a rebound dunk. Yeah. 
and I was like, whoa, that's explosive. Like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. different level of explosiveness. He had right something there. inside of him. Yeah. yeah that, I mean, even at the KDF, he threw it off the back yeah. of the wall of the gym. Which came over into the into the area where he could dunk it. I've never seen anybody even try something like that, and he pulled it off in a dunk competition. So, and he won the NBA Slam Dunk Competition, by the way, too. Yeah. And he put all that on the list of accolades. Yeah. Um, let's see. Texter says uh, Derek Smith had to change positions in the NBA. Also, um, Texter says definitely Devin Booker. Same as Donovan, Devin was a six man. Yeah, well, it's Cal Perry's fault. Texter uh, <laughs> says, "It's a good uh, point, though. Devin Booker's a way better pro." Than yeah, he was that's in true. That's a good yeah. example. Texter says, "Fine when he has a game against the Pacers, and we have a game the day before or after." Yeah, that, you, that's you hope. You, you hope you can find that. Like that. Yeah, yeah. You, ho- you hope you can find that. But it's just of course, Cleveland's not that far away. I mean, really, no, you're right. Yeah, you know, it's no. a quick plane yeah. ride down. Yeah, it's yeah. not that. Bad. He got down for a football game. Maybe honor him at a football game. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you could. You could. You could, but don't you want to see the yeah, reveal? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, you're right. You're right. Now scratch I, it that. It probably is easier, though. Oh, it's definitely easier. It's definitely easier. But um, yeah, but I, I, I still would not go to me. That's holy ground of those five guys and what they did as collegians. Because yeah. I think the retired number is is for what we value the most, yeah. which is their college production. We need to get Devontae in. I think it'll be much easier to get t- Teddy Bridgewater in now to get his jersey honored. Uh, there's a lot of guys from that era that probably need to get their jerseys honored. Preston Brown's one. I, you know, I think he was awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Now we're gonna deviate here a little bit, but yeah. But, but there, there yeah. are guys that are due for it. Yeah. And uh, Donovan Mitchell is one of those guys that most certainly is due to be have his jersey honored. I just retiring a jersey is a totally different kind of deal, blow man. Like yeah. Michael Bush, he's incredible. Brian Brom, incredible. They're not retired jersey guys but they're mm-hmm. amazing players yeah so there's just a there's a cut above where it's like super rarefied air i think to get up to that yeah and and it's it's just yeah i i, I agree with you and i just think you keep that that uh territory to to itself we'll let you hop on in two six seven nine six eighty uh is the number to get in text with ups jobs text line at four three seven nine six eighty sure if he had something inside of a mixtape yeah, just just stop, just stop. All right, he had an extra gear. Donovan did. Yeah, you know, and and he didn't realize <laughs> that. I don't think until he got to the NBA. So she says, yeah, but did Mitchell's AAU coach have him prepared to play defense? Signed, KP. <laughs> he was a great defender. By the yeah. way, was over with. Yeah. He had two point one steals per game as a, as a sophomore. He was. Did he really? Can you two am- steals a game? That imagine sounds like a lot. I don't that know what the record is for a single season. Well, let me see what Russ was because Russ set the record. Yeah, Russ and Peyton I th- and LeBradford, I think, are one, two, three. I'm not sure which. I know Russ is one. Russ is one. So. I think, I think Siva's three and LeBradford two. So in Russ's sophomore year, he averaged 2.1 steals per game. So that's And that's what Mitchell averaged? And that's what Mitchell averaged. And Russ had – Russ capped out at 2.2. It's a lot of every game to just straight steal it. Right. You're getting two or three steals a game. Every game. (laughs) For one player. (laughs) And, you know, Donovan had that as a sophomore. You can imagine what he probably would have done as a junior. What what did Siva Siva average? Because, I mean, you're talking about the same backcourt. Those guys are probably giving you close to four steals. Before you even worry about the pressure and the non-steal turnover percentage and the effect that has, those numbers. Siva actually had 2.3 in the title year. Yeah, I yeah. think if you go on the all-time list, I, I think one's one. I think Russ is one. I think Steve is three. He may be two. 
Yeah, LeBradford. I'll look Good up LeBradford because LeBradford also had. Well, just look the all-time steals list or all-time because uh, I think I think you'll you'll find that. Heck, I've got the media. I just I just just now opened the media. I just kind of like to see what they average per in in, in their best year. Uh, and LeBradford's best year was two point one. So Donovan did that as a sophomore. Mm-hmm. You know, and so Donovan probably was if he'd come back as a junior, and you know, we don't have the Rick Pitino upheaval. It would have been super interesting to see that alternate reality happen. Because if he's getting 2.1 steals per game as a, as a sophomore, man. I have the steals list. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Russ Smith is first over Siva by three steals. Okay. And then okay. Daryl Griffith is third, actually. Well, and then LeBradford's fourth. Okay. 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 Griffith was third. But, yeah, I mean, but Donovan didn't play long enough to get on the steals list, but he averaged 2.1 steals per game. He was going to – I mean, he was a great defender. As I recall, too, Donovan blocked some shots. You know, yeah. the, he he was always able to jump up and half and block, block shots. A game. Yeah, half block yeah. A game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he for was, a guard, this just did, he was really good. You know. Yeah, he had ninety three steals. No, sorry, seventy three, seventy steals his sophomore year. That's what he had. Seventy. <laughs> ton of ton of steals. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were that backcourt. We just, I don't want to say we took it for granted, but I don't think we understand his like how good historically defensively those teams were because when you when you start talking about on the same team you have the yeah. you know the all-time steals leaders so i was sitting uh at the oregon game of the title run 2013 sweet 16 game uh peyton or russ somebody subbed out and they brought in kevin ware mm-hmm. and and I, I i looked at the the oregon guys and they were like thank god yeah and then kevin was just on fire and then they realized, like, at the next whistle, they were just like, these guys don't freaking let up. Mm-hmm. Because Kevin, even at that point in time, was he had become, like, a really good third guy in that rotation. He wasn't Peyton or Russ, but mm-hmm. he defended his butt off. And those guys were just dead in the water. That By the time Peyton and Russ were back on the floor together, it was over. It was over. You, you, you want to get angry about something? Sure. <laughs> when, when you look in the... You know the media guide, and it has game uh, the steals records list. And yeah. It has whoever led the team in steals that year, and Siva in 2013 at 2.3 steals per game. Yeah, there's an asterisk there, and it says later vacated by the NCAA. <laughs> Get the hell out of here! Yeah. Good. And by the way, good for Louisville for keeping the stat in there and saying, by the way, the guys in Indy thought they say that these yeah. steals didn't happen. <laughs> I think I think Get Zach out of here, I think Zach man. Greenwell's got a backspace button that just. Delete some of those those uh, denotations and uh, just see if the NCAA notices. I mean, as you heard Luke Hancock say, when the NCAA tried to take away his MOP, he got it back. I got it back. Can Peyton not do yeah, the same thing Peyton with his steals record? With that. Can we get Morgan and Morgan back on the case yeah, to get why Peyton, Peyton his a- honored officially as his uh, steals, his stats? He wants them back. He <laughs> wants to. They stole it from him. Come on, John Morgan. Yeah, yeah. let's get him. Yeah, let's yeah. get him. Yeah. Get Peyton steals back. We're going to steal him back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want a Peyton Siva commercial. When well, they tried to take my steals record away, I stole it back. That's right. Peyton Siva yeah. has another steal left in his uh, career. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Stealing it back. That's just ridiculous. It you have super- to put that in. I there. read the book. I, you know, Peyton Siva didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> you're going to tell you to say, no, you didn't really have those steals. Really? Ask the dudes that he ripped it from. Right. You know, exactly. twice. Twice a 
I mean, between the two of them. At least twice a game. Between the two of them, four steals a game. Before you do anything else right defensively, you're, you've got four more possessions. Which probably turned into the fast break. Before you've even done anything as a, as a, as a team defensively. Right, right. Oh, golly. Yeah, they were just brutal. And then you had, you had Gorgie back there. Yeah, oh, if yeah. If you did beat him, if yeah. you did beat him in the lane, you had Gorgie. God, man. What a collection. You know, you did. And, and and a coach that taught him, you know, how to, how to use do those it. skills. Yes. Pretty sure Russ didn't do a lot of defense in in high school. I'm just going to guess. I don't know. I mean, even as a freshman, he kind of wanted to play a lot of defense. Well, he wanted to steal the ball. Yeah. I don't know that he wanted to play defense. He Maybe wanted not. to rip the ball to get it back to play offense. Yeah, probably I don't so. know that that's the team defensive principles. <laughs> All right, we'll continue along here. Uh, we're over here at uh, at uh, Louisville Furniture, LouisvilleFurnitureKY.com, uh, where you can check the website out. But come in here. They've got the great sale going on right now. Uh, their winter sale where uh, prices are cut in half on a lot of items in here. And they have it in stock. That's the best part about Louisville Furniture. You see something you like, it can be in, in your home in a couple of days. Uh, so check them out online, Louisville Furniture. Um, ky.com. Now, if you're someone out there uh, who's thinking about selling your home, uh, Edlin and Edlin, uh, that's who we uh, tell you, told you about. Or that's who I've told you about. My dad bought his uh, home that he lives in now from Glen Edlin. Uh, and if you want to sell your home, they've wised up to modern times, and they're charging you 1% instead of 3% as a selling agent because they understand the buyer is doing so much of the work on his own. Now, they're going to give you the full service you'd always come to expect from um, when, you, when you hire a selling agent, but they're just going to charge you a third of that amount, and they're going to recommend you pay the buyer two and a half percent. That means you're going to get $2,500 more in your pocket that you've earned uh, at, at the closing table. So uh, it's Edelin and Edelin, E-D-E-L-E-N, uh, E-D-E-L-E-N.com. And again, you're getting a you know real estate uh, company and, and broker who have done this uh, for you know a couple of decades. So it's uh, E-D-E-L-E-N. E-N.com, Edelin.com. If you're good at uh, remembering phone numbers, uh, you can dial 599-2800. 599-2800. It's Edelin.com. Let them know here's talking about them right here. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. I wish somebody would have told me, babe. Someday these will be the good old days. Broadcasting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. Yeah, we are. We're reminiscing about the good old days here. We were just just reminiscing about that. We're stat geeks uh, between the two of us, I would say. Um, and we're just looking at the, the, the numbers uh, of the 2013 team, like the Ken Palm defensive numbers. Oh, and look, as good as, you, as good as the 2012 team was defensive, and they had to be because they had the worst offense in the 50 years of the Final Four to make the Final Four, they were actually better defensively in 13. And just a couple of the numbers just – this one I just can't stop staring at. The, the other team, 27% of their possessions were turnovers. 
Like, they don't get a shot off. They don't get a shot. <laughs> on, yeah. on more than a fourth of their possessions. That's ridiculous. 16% of the possessions resulted in steals. stolen. Just rip it. Take <laughs> it away. city. Yeah, jump in the passing lane. Loved it. <laughs> 27%. Right. And then the and then the other was the block. Twelve percent of the shots were blocked. Well, and so if you do happen to get the shot off that wasn't stolen, right? They blocked one out of every more and more every ten shots before so, before anything else even before like their skill level at the jump shot like comes into play before yeah before you have to close out defense or anything else yeah. Uh, but that's the style of play that we got used to. God forbid you out-rebound, and they get no chance statistically. Right. <laughs> and then when you take – and then I think well, part of the reason why Mac struggled mm-hmm. was because he didn't pressure the ball, and this is what we were used to. Well, you know, I mean, but then but Mac's team's rebound – I mean, def- They rebounded great. They were, they were good. Great. They weren't this good. I mean, this is an all-time defensive team. I mean, you're talking about I, the top two all-time guys in steals, despite what the NCAA – But if I have Donovan there. Mitchell, the last year of Rick Pitino, getting 2.1 steals per game, we're still pressuring the ball quite a bit. It and have that change just two years later, it was a it was a big, you know, I guess philosophy change for our fan base in terms of how they've watched basketball. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's just a, a difference of of opinion on how to set up your team. But I do think that our fans like pressure. And the other thing you forget about that team too, I don't think I've ever realized how good they were at offensive rebounding. They thirty eight percent of their of the misses were rebounded by the offense. Really? Wow. <laughs> I didn't realize that was that like either. top ten in the card. Sixteen. I didn't realize that either. I guess Shane and Gorgie just yeah. got a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, I guess they got a lot of them. And Trez, Trez was great late. Just yeah, on that year. Sorry, geeky numbers when you go down that rabbit hole. But man, and whatever reason, it doesn't have rebounds on here. I'm just gonna see, you know, because when you when you that that much of an advantage turnover wise, you're stealing possessions and rebounds as well. But anyway, all right. So again, I get geeky down the rabbit hole. Geeky numbers. I did a yeah. little geek number too while we were at break. Yeah. I wanted to see what Louisville's attendance would have been had they not had the Kentucky game so on the I, schedule. If I omit the UK game. For for the 2024 uh, average scanned attendance, yeah. it actually goes down to about 5,700, which would be about 1,100 down year over year. Yeah, which, which is an all-time I, I, low. And I don't think you're you're just trying to nitpick stats there. But when they didn't when they didn't have the game last year against the arch rival, with them also buying the tickets, right? I think it's probably a pretty good way to look because it wasn't like a bunch of Clemson fans buying tickets for the night they honored Russ. Correct. So your, your report on scan numbers was 6,800. Last year, if you take out Kentucky this year, 5,700. 5,700 if you take out Kentucky. It ends up being 6,342, yeah. so it's only down 500 fans. But, you know, the reality of it is that it's continued to slide yeah. way down, yeah. and it's just it's sad to see. you got to have some recovery there. Uh, we're here at Louisville Furniture. LouisvilleFurnitureKY.com is the website uh, to go to uh, right here on North English Station Road. I've been telling you all about it. I've got all kinds of furniture from Louisville Furniture in my household. Uh, Max's entire bedroom uh, set is from there. I've got uh, my uh, chest of drawers is from there. Uh, and, you know, you come on in here with the sale right now, and you'll find out more about them. We've got Jeff Wall Show coming your way tonight. That'll be 7 o'clock from Parlor uh, in J-Town. Uh, so we've got that. Um, I want to play this clip um, from the email uh, chase from, excuse me, College Football Inquirer's podcast because I think it is. Um, I think it's. I think what is what you have to be today as a head coach. You you and there's so much change, and there's no point in complaining about it. And I think it's it embraces to me what Jeff Brom has figured out real quick. 
Um, so you, you, you can – I don't need much of an introduction. You can play it – it may have you pause it at some point in here, uh, Chase, because this is a couple of minutes long, but, oh, but go ahead. I heard somebody recently said to me, well, you know, can you imagine – uh, Woody Hayes coaching in this era, you know, what, what, what he would say, like, who cares? Like, what, I mean, he stopped coaching in like 1978, didn't he, or something? <laughs> yeah, what do you, when it was no longer acceptable to punch people on yeah, the side. I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. That's, that's fine. I, if I bring back any, like, imagine a doctor dealing with the hospital, you know, I, I was a surgeon in 1978. Now I got to deal with these insurance companies and my hospital merged and I don't, I forget it. You know, okay. Like, I don't know what, 1978, people like us just sat there and uh, and, and wrote one story on a, at a deadline into a newspaper, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, that was it. Yeah. I mean, I, it's just a different thing. So I get the frustration. I just don't really have that much sympathy. And I think the, the smart coach is the one that's going to be like, yeah, whatever. I'm, well, spend yeah, my, I'm not spending my time trying to yeah. outbid LSU. You're mm. not going to win. Right. I mean, yeah. it's not going to happen. So just sit there and I would spend all my time trying to uh, tamper and get players to come down and play. <laughs> well, Someone's Clay Helton, had a, he, he kind of looked at, I think, looked at it like you do, uh, Dan. It, um, you know, he said this Clay's is my 30th guy. year yeah. of uh, 30th year of college football. The responsibility of a head coach has changed dramatically. You're recruiting the players on your team. Now more than ever, there's more administrative duties to raise funds. You've seen some guys make lifestyle decisions rather than being a CEO of a major corporation, and that's just what it is now, right? You're just uh, the the head coach of a college program uh, at the G5 or P5 level is is now uh, more than ever not about football as much, not about X's and O's, but uh, about recruiting and, and culture and, and fundraising. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what. Jeff has done. He's recruited his own roster. He's prioritized that. That's one of the subtle things that I think he's done ex- an excellent job of in two years. And he's not complaining about, oh, we got this. It's like, these are the rules, man. Let's just do whatever. They-. And the rules are going to keep changing. And he's not sitting around complaining about the way things used to be. It's about the way things are. And I think when you're going to hire a basketball coach, you have to have somebody that has that attitude that Brom has. To me, that's what Brom's attitude is. Is right there what he's talking about? Like what Woody Hayes? If who like I love that song. Who cares? Who cares? It doesn't matter. The game has changed. Yeah, and and as the game changes, find the advantage in what's changed. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's one of the things that frustrated our fans with Kenny Payne was like now it's legal. Yeah, you can pay the players. And the first time Go we ever it. heard him talk about NIL, he's like, yeah, I got it, but I don't want to lead with it. Yeah, you know, and it's like. No, everybody's leading with it. Yeah, like every it's like, like Boykin said last week at Oklahoma State, yeah. like he, you know, things you got to do to get Cade Cunningham there, and where now it's like, Coach, love you, man, but uh, they got a half mil over here for me. Yeah, can you do a half mil? Yeah. I'd like to nope. play for you if you have a half a million dollars, but if you don't have the half a million, I'm gonna have to go to the where. Nice to nice to know you though. Right, <laughs> it's great to see you. Maybe we can help each other down the line, but probably not. Yeah. But it does come down to playing time. Money mm-hmm. and then and then style and fit and all that after the fact. That's kind of the that's the that's the sad thing if you yeah. want to look at it globally. Yeah. But you you can't as a coach or a program really 
dial in and complain about it too much. Find an advantage, and you're right. He got Ashton Gelati, Jeff Brom did, and Quincy Riley, both guys that should have been in the NFL draft, to come back for this year. And NILs changed that. They said later on in the podcast that this past year, this year coming in, there's only 50 early entrants into the NFL draft. And it was really? down from 130 from like four or five years ago. So That's totally pay-for-play. Yeah. It's totally pay-for-play because they're getting money that's guaranteed. And, and if they stick around in the draft, and they, develop, can, yeah. they can develop. And they might be able to get into the first or second round. NILs making the college game better. I mean, it's, keep, it's keeping the talent there for sure. Yes. Yeah. And, and in basketball. For sure in basketball. Hunter Dickens is playing at Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> Armando Baycott's playing year five at North Carolina. Right. No, it's, it, you do. And, and it's funny, even with all that, the biggest star in the sport is still Caitlin Clark. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, you know. Um, but again, that was courtesy College Football Inquirer. Download them unless you just don't like college football. And if Caitlin can't like play another team, year, if she can play a fifth year, she totally should because she'll make more right, money at Iowa. make that in the WNBA, yeah. No, she's not going to. Uh, but also from that the trio there on that podcast, Ross Dellinger reporting as well that there's not a new television contract in place. Not yet. Talk about some misreporting last week. Um, it's uh, they've got um, you know, several outlets are reporting that a new six year television deal has been concluded for the college football playoff. Uh, Steinbrocker wrote in an email dated February 13th. Be advised, these reports are incorrect. Neither the management committee nor the board of managers has reviewed a draft agreement, nor. Has any vote been taken? Right. They're meeting again today, this week. I think there's a president meeting today, and then the uh, commissioners, I think, meet tomorrow. It's a big week. Uh, It's a big week, and they have to get some of these things ironed out. And then another part, I think it's in that same article. It may not be the same exact one from Dellinger. He's talking about one of the things that you've talked about a lot, is that some of the Power 5 programs are hitting their 85 limit. And they're just they're just paying them nil that covers their tuition, and then on, and they're paying nil on top of the tuition payment. Sure, I mean if you get to that point, why yeah, why wouldn't you? I would right. think with basketball that if you you know want to get extra five coaches are complaining about it. You could, they're like that's a player that ought to be coming. Somebody ought to be filtering down to us. Yeah, you know you're full at eighty five. But instead of it being at 85, you went to 88, 89 because you you decided to cover their tuition. The way that this flows is with a group of five coaches. Are, are, yeah, it's saying, a fr- front page article on uh, Yahoo about that. Yeah. Right. The, the group of five coaches are like, if you're full, something should filter down to us. And it, but I think it has been, though. I, I think like, for the most part it has been. I think there's a lot. I mean, I think there's definitely some instances where you could go over the number. But, but people want to. They do want to play. They want to get on the field. And if they're not playing Correct. At, at Alabama, well, we always go to Alabama. If they're not playing at Ole Miss, you know, then they're going to want to go somewhere else where they can. And maybe okay, maybe that person is not playing Ole Miss goes to, I don't know, Boston College. But, yeah. then somebody, but I, it's got to filter, I would think, back down. But, boy, you, you see these coaches that are like, you know, forget being a coach here at the, at the group of five level. I'm going to be a, go, be a coordinator at the you know, oh, yeah. Power 5 level, and that makes a lot more sense. That's happening at the places you might expect, the LSUs, mm-hmm. the A&Ms, the Texases, the Ohio States, the, the, the schools that, have, that are spending tons of money on NIL, and it's not bottomless, but they have it, and, and if they have a player that they want of need, and they don't want it. They, and, and part of it, too, is they want to get the high-level transfers, and they still want to get the high-level freshmen, mm-hmm. so they have to be able to get the freshmen into the program, and that takes NIL. You said bottomless. He, he, he. Jackasses. <laughs> what, bottomless mimosas? <laughs> bottomless Bloody Berries? You said, you said bottomless. Put bottomless that on the wings? Put that on the mixtape. He, he, he. <laughs> Jackasses.
live in fear of your little mixtape on Friday. I don't live in fear of it. I don't live in fear of I it. I know. But I hate when I'm even out in, like, public, when I'm on the radio and I say something and I'm like, oh, market for the mixtape. Mix no, it's not. It's real life. Real life. Yeah. Nobody yeah. recorded that. There's not a playback <laughs> button, you know, like those commercials. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Two six seven nine six eighty is the number to get in. Text away the UPS jobs text line at four three seven nine six eighty. Here as uh, as uh, we roll along with you from Louisville Furniture. Uh, text says now get to this year's defensive stats. No, I don't want to depress you. Uh, it's bad. It's as bad as you think it is. Um, it's bad. Text says you guys talking about our defense and why Rick had his meltdown this week. Yeah, because this team does not play like his team doesn't play good defense. And he is still forcing that, you know, square peg into to the yeah. round hole, both on offense and defense. That's why he got scored by damn near 20 in the second half. We are 332nd in opponent field goal for, for field goal percentage this year. It just says Reed Shepard's averaging three steals a game. Is that correct? Is he really? Good that for him. would be – if that's right, that's crazy. Because to think how good that Peyton and Russ were – uh, to do that, um, that's that'd be pretty damn amazing. Um, Got to verify that. Yeah, let's verify. I mean, yeah, it, it'd be great if he is for him. Obviously, that's a he's really really effective if he's getting three steals a game. Two point six, yeah. still a high number. Still a high number. But still a high number. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's two point three was better than Peyton, Russ or Peyton yeah. ever had. Yeah, per game. Yeah. So. Step, different ways he does it. He seems to step into passing lanes more than just you know take it from you off the dribble. Catches him napping. <laughs> yes. It's, yeah, it's, um, oh, the TBT's coming back. We just got oh. a notification on this. The TBT's really? returning to Freedom Hall this summer. Uh, Peyton Siva, Montrez Harrell, first com- confirmed members of the alumni squad. Is Montrez Harrell not playing in the NBA? Huh. That would be... He would be tough to guard in that league. Or <laughs> yeah. the rules um, different that he can play in the NBA. I don't know. I, I don't know. Is he on a roster? I don't. I don't know what his current status is. I don't know. I don't know. Well, yeah. So Peyton hmm. and Montrez uh, coming back, and I don't think. I mean, Mark Lieberman's already said on uh, the Bob Show that he's not going to coach the TBT mm-hmm. in this year. Uh, I think he'll be otherwise oh, occupied. so this is kind of cool. There's a Louisville Regional and a Lexington Regional, and they will play against each other. Oh, wow. Okay. That'll be great. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that is, that's great. So, a yeah. total of 5,463 fans showed up to the Ville's first-round game against War Ready, which is about where our attendance is in the Ump Center this year. <laughs> well, but they limited attendance, too, there. So Yes, they did. Yeah, because there were a lot of people trying to get tickets that oh, yeah. they couldn't at the last minute. That's crazy. There were as many people at the the TBT where they didn't sell all the arena right. as they're attending the games this year. Yep. Wow. Yeah. But th- this is exciting. I think a lot of people enjoyed the TBT last year. And, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, Clay says that Trez isn't in the NBA right now, tore his ACL last summer. Okay. And didn't get signed. So, yeah, so it looks like he'll be playing. Okay. So, all right. Well, good for Trez. Cool. All right. Well, that's 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 something to look forward to. That's and that's an event added to the calendar uh, in the summer that we don't have a lot of around here. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I can't wait. I mean, you know, well, I can wait, <laughs> but I I I'll be excited when it shows up. I I um I just liked it last year. It was like cool night to go out and you know see all the people and and get a little basketball vibe. And plus, we got to relive some of the. 
the we get to see some of those old faces we've been talking about all morning. Yeah, yeah, so that's pretty great. Cool. Well, uh, look forward. Uh, definitely look forward to that. Um, and um, that's that's a good announcement there. Okay, we'll continue along two six seven nine six eighty. Our number to get in. Text away. UPS Jobs text line four three seven nine six eighty. We'll let you get in here this morning. RGB. Hey, uh, yesterday when I was watching uh, when I was a gearhead watching the NASCAR. Yeah, I can't believe you. RGB. It was so good when they had those shots where they whip right by you. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, um, and the, and the, the wreck, all the different angles they had. Of that massive wreck. So it was where, a night race. Well, it went into the night. It started oh, late because okay. of the weather. Yeah, it should have been run on Sunday. They usually run races on Sunday. I'll tell yeah. you all about NASCAR a little later. All right, I'll tell you all about drafting. <laughs> I don't and know everything anything else. about it. All right, I'll tell you all about it. I'm, you leave those sugar yeah, packets yeah, off yeah. my leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Uh, but whatever your home theater needs are, red, green, blue. RGBHomeTheaters.com is going to be able to take care of you. Um, because the, it'll change your viewing experience. You, you don't get that experience, you know, when you when you when you things go left to right and around your room, front to back, movie, sports, whatever it is. It's just a different way to watch television. Red, green, blue. RGB. Home theaters.com. Let them know here's talking about them right here.